The light fades with death's cold embrace. You've already been zipped and tagged. Struggle as you might, it will not help. No one can break out of the body bag. Here to oversee the autopsy, your hosts, Chris Thomas and Broke Rider Dave. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Body Bag Podcast. We're your hosts, Broke Rider Dave and Chris Thompson. Did you just call me Chris Thompson? I did. Let's redo that. Nope. Screw it. Just leave it. I don't care. Just, it's a just long leave day. It. Just leave I've it. I've been up since like three thirty. I'm I'm recording this in the dark, like Gollum, right now. <laughs> no take twos. Just no take twos. All right. No take twos. We're doing it live. I'm uh. Yep. I'm your I'm your co-host, Chris Thompson here. I only said that because right when I was doing it, I got a text on my phone from someone who's last name is thompson and i read that as i was doing the intro all right so this, this is your host chris thompson and dave horny so. <laughs> this is gonna be a fun episode and today we are doing my top 10 favorite creature features i kind of wanted to have you do this one all the way since we first started these things i don't know why it took me so long to get you to do creature features yeah i mean maybe it's also because the upcoming uh, friday i'm going to the uh, my new monthly tradition of checking of going to the planetarium for these like B movie, uh, the, these B movie, uh, like movies from like the 60s and 70s and stuff like that. And yeah. This upcoming one I'm gonna go see is like the the something claw. It's like from the 1970s. It's one of those movies that looks like it would be reviewed by Mystery Science Theater. So maybe I was just in that kind of mood. That makes sense. Yeah, I mean it was a uh, fun list to make. Let's go ahead and get yeah. to your list because I'm excited for it. Well, first off, I want to say something. I did have a little bit of a internal struggle because on merit alone jeepers creepers should be on the list but with the problem i have with what the director did yeah i decided to keep it off having that little you know struggle of separating art from the artist uh how do you feel about that um well seeing as how other people have taken over that franchise i think that you could have put it on it yeah like i'm i'll probably go see the new one when it comes out uh because i don't know anything about i mean we had to review cropsy and that was written by weinstein that's that's where my struggle is because you know i always at some point scream yeah at some point Point, you have to kind of separate the two. I know it's kind of yeah. hard. I'm, I'm the yeah. same way. Picking uh, where to draw like the line. I would have, I would have mm-hmm. said just keep it in there. But you know, it's your list, and yeah. I, and I understand. Yeah. I mean, don't get me wrong. Good movie, but not a good guy. Yeah. So for that, it is not going to be on this list. Well, there's plenty of others to choose from. Exactly. And to get us started, I'm going with a sci-fi original. Mm-hmm. Like this movie is so ridiculous, but I loved it so much. It's called. The Hive. Oh, that sounds familiar. Yeah. And when I, you know, saw it, I think it was on Paramount Plus I found it. And I thought it was going to be about bees. Nope. Is it like a hive mind, kind of like the faculty or something? No, it is about ants. Oh, well, insects. Yeah, ants gaining, like self-awareness i guess and like all the ants joining together trying to take over an island mm-hmm. wait it's, oh no never mind i was i'm thinking of a different movie go ahead keep going yeah it's just such a ridiculous premise well i mean it's I certainly 
really sounds it. like yeah. something that would be a sci-fi original. Like, killer ants that take over an island. And it's like when people get eaten by the ants, you just see millions of ants in, like, a wave cover them. And mm-hmm. the next thing you know, it's all bones. Like the uh, scarabs from The Mummy. Basically, yeah. I mean, the CGI was not good in this at all, but it is a sci-fi original, so it's kind of what you sign up for. I might one of these days just have to sit at home on one of my days off and have a sci-fi original series just marathon. That would be a lot of fun. Like, if we ever have a day where we're both off, just get on Instagram Live and live stream us watching sci-fi originals. I'm down for it. Right. And that will do it for the hive. I thought you were about to say that does it for my list. I was like, damn. (laughs) (laughs) That is the list. What movie? The hive. There's only one good creature feature, and it's the ant movie. All other ones suck. All right, number nine. 47 meters down on cage. And this is a shark movie. It's about a group of scuba divers who are going down some underwater caves. And they get trapped in there by a giant shark. While making this list, I realized I really enjoy watching people get eaten by sharks. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you just get a lot of those deaths in this movie. And the story is actually pretty decent. I've only seen like maybe two or three shark movies. Deep Blue Sea and Jaws. And, well, and Sharknado. I completely forgot about Deep Sea Blue, Deep Blue Sea for this list. So I know that's not going to be on here, but that is another great shark movie. A little honorary mention. Yeah, a little honorary mention. I don't know if this was a straight to DVD movie or not. Uh, well, I've never heard of it. Yeah. I mean, I, that like not that that means anything, but I'm just saying I never well, heard. Well, I of know it. Uh, the first one, 47 Meters Down, is the first one in the franchise. That mm-hmm. one was a theatrical release, and I didn't hear about see this movie until like a couple months ago. And I found, just randomly found it on Amazon Prime. But it's like, I didn't recognize like any of the actors or actresses. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so so I think it might be a straight to DVD movie, but pretty good. All right, well, yeah. I, I'm not, I don't know how much I'm into shark movies. I don't know, not that, that they're bad or anything. I don't know, it's just, I, I guess maybe the sea isn't necessarily my, my favorite setting for a horror movie. Well, I've always been a fan of the water. Like, I was on the oh, swim I love the water. Team. Yeah, I was on the swim team in high school, and I just love being out in the water, so... That's fair. Yeah. Number eight, Arachnophobia. Yeah, you can from keep 1989. That yeah, you can keep that one. I literally just rewatched this movie yesterday. Oh, it's so good. I don't, I don't screw with spiders. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Uh, I mean, it's starring Jeff Bridges. Jeff Bridges. I love the dude, but uh, still not enough to make me watch it. Dan Goodman was so amazing in this movie. He was hilarious. I'll have like to take a word movie, for it. Yeah. Uh, Kathy Bates is in it too. But I mean, this, yeah, it's a damn shame because I like those. <laughs> I like these actors, but I, I can't, I can't bring myself. That's actually what I thought when watching this movie. I'm like, oh man, if this movie wasn't about spiders, I think Chris would really enjoy this because the actors in here. I went and saw the last Jackass movie and there's a thing yeah. that involves a tarantula and me and the girl beh- sitting behind me were both like <laughs> like oh i can't can't look at this so basically it is about a doctor who moves to a country town and this doctor has like extreme arachnophobia and this small little country town is getting overrun by spiders from venezuela and i just heard recently that like some uh special kind of webbed flying spiders are like making its way up the east coast now now i don't like, know if that's true or my sister sent me like that information and she loves oh no messing with me so i don't know how true that is so i mean like, if it is that's like my you know yeah i if, don't mind spiders too much but a flying spider oh i've always I known that they're i worth, don't 
fuck with that. You know, I've always known that they existed. It's like they're spiders that have like webs webbing in between their like legs, and they they don't fly. They like glide. glide they can, yeah. like jump off of trees. But I thought that was some stuff like that just rainforest bullshit. Like rainforest or you know Australia, you just keep them yeah. over there. You know, with all the other things that are trying to like kill us. So. Yeah, it was always so far away, and I didn't have to necessarily deal with it. But if they are making their way this way, uh, it, man, like Chris was like, "Give us the murder hero hornets instead." I would gladly, actually, in all honesty. Yeah, it's like get these fucking spiders out of here. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, I would not want to deal with flying spiders. I mean, I am not brave at all when it comes to that. <laughs> like, I, <laughs> no shame in that. No, a hundred percent shame. Like I, I all all semblance of kind of of like manliness or bravery like goes right out the window and i i would probably act very shameful if if something yeah. came not i would knock over women children the elderly yeah see i grew up in a house where my mom's boyfriend had a pet tarantula so kind of got conditioned to not be so frightened by him but if i saw like a tarantula walking around in the wild i'd probably would fuck with it because that one's probably not defanged but to move on to number seven the descend okay have you seen this one? Yep. Yeah, I mean, I get really claustrophobic. That's like one of my fears. So, like, seeing them get stuck and lost in a cave mm-hmm. and then being hunted down by creatures or critters. Like, getting stuck inside something where you can't move is yeah, it's just awful. And this movie does play pretty well on that type of fear. And uh, I would not go like cave exploring. I would be terrified of getting lost in a cave. Like, I hate being too, like, bound when I'm, like, sleeping. Like, like if I have, like, too much covers where I can't even move, I, I just get uncomfortable I, even even in a comfortable setting like my bed i can't yeah. like just get too bound i just am like yeah oh god yeah well, I, I can't imagine when you're in a situation where you're in a cave and you're lost don't know which way to go and Nothing then you good start getting haunted being in a cave so and then the one girl accidentally kills her friend just compounds the situation makes it even worse i'm trying to put myself in that situation you're just trying to fight off these things trying to hunt you down and you accidentally kill one of your friends like oh sorry bro yeah yeah, that's rough. But, you know, natural selection. Only a strong survive in this setting. Um, did you watch both endings? No. Um, now I forget. So what, how did it end for the version that you saw? Uh, she, like, came out of the uh, caves, like, what was it? Like, through, like, moss or something in the ground. Uh-huh. So she, she got out. Yeah. Um, in the, I think there was a different version of that where she got out and everything like that. And she, she made it out. And then it turned out that uh, she actually, like, bumped her head. And her getting out was just a hallucination and she's actually still in the cave oh god she that like that is she, terrible she like she like knocked got knocked out like fighting off these things and she yeah. hallucinated getting out and then she like came to and she was still stuck in the cave with all those things oh that is awful right there to get out and to think you've made it out alive and then realize you're stuck that's like along oh, thank the, you that's like along the lines of like the mist in terms of like oh man that sucks as an ending not sucks as in it's a bad ending but sucks like man that sucks for you yeah that's so rough way to go right there. All your hope right there is going to be sucked out. All right. Just stay out of caves. <laughs> yeah. Do not go into caves, everybody. That will bring us to number six, Anaconda. Okay, seen that one. I mean, I didn't rewatch it for this, but it's been a few years, but it's such a good movie. I think it was one of the first movies with uh, Jennifer Lopez. Uh, I was going to say, is that the one with J-Lo, Ice 
Cube, uh, John Voight and all that. Yeah, because this came out in like 96, 97. I think that's one where I've seen it once in its entirety, and then whenever it was on, I would only catch it in pieces. I don't yeah. think I've sat down and watched it from start to end in a long time. Yeah, I mean, seen it start to end a couple times. <laughs> but John like, Voight get, gets, gets puked up, and he's just sitting yeah. there covered in looking like he's covered in afterbirth, just yeah. covered in like whatever innards from the yeah. from the anaconda. Oh, I remember seeing this movie as a kid, and then after that for the longest time, I was afraid of snakes. I love snakes. Snakes are like the opposite of spiders in terms of like dangerous creatures. I actually really like snakes. Like, no, they don't bother me, but also I don't fuck them. Like, don't ask me to hold your snake because I don't want to. That's not an innuendo, by the way. Um, yeah, this is literally talking about actual snakes. I do not want to touch snakes. That's in all honesty, if like I'm getting a, a different apartment sometime later on this year, and yeah. if I were, I'd, I'd probably get a snake before I got like a, a dog or anything like that, just because I don't know. I I don't know. I just like ha- uh, having like a, a python or something. Yeah. If I was gonna get like a reptile, I'd, I'd probably get like a jiguana. Those are those are just pretty chill, kind of just hang out. And I'd also freak the fuck out if my pet snake got out. I had a milk snake one time back in high school, and it came home and it found a way to open up its cage and get out. Yeah. Never found it. Never found the, the body or anything. I think that it's a friggin' basilisk right now, just like lurking in our pipes somewhere for the past like decade. I don't know. I just never found it. Yeah, it's out wreaking havoc out it's, in Virginia Beach right now. It's turned into like a 18 foot long, huge snake that just goes through the pipes and, and kills yeah. muggles. Alright, now we are in the top five. And my number five movie has been on the list I've done before. Owl? Oh, yeah. Werewolves on a Train, baby. Werewolves on a Train. Yeah. Gotta love some werewolves on a train. Still haven't seen it, but uh, I mean it's it sounds good. Werewolves yeah. on a Train. So once again, you're in a confined space trying to fight something off. In the realm of like uh, d- uh, werewolves, what are these good werewolves? Because you've had like Van Helsing werewolves, werewolves from like American Werewolf in London, all the way to I just mentioned Harry Potter a second ago. Reference of uh, they had a werewolf in it. Like how yeah. how do these werewolves rank up? I I like them. I want to say like they go like pretty much like almost like full wolf on two legs and just massive. So I rank them up there pretty high. I mean the effects doing the werewolves is pretty good too. So I'd also say and if werewolves did exist in places I would not want to fight a werewolf I think train would be in my top list right there well I mean I I've, I haven't been on a lot of trains but it doesn't seem like there's a, entirely a lot of room to maneuver so these werewolves I gotta imagine like that can hardly freaking move I mean yeah but they're like strong enough they're like ripping the sides of the train off and mm-hmm. ripping doors away from everything. are these are the werewolves on the outside trying to get in uh, there's one inside and then like a pack outside oh so I'm sitting here thinking like the train is getting taken over from the inside. I'm like, there's no. like, how are they even moving around? Like, yeah. dude, there's, but that makes a lot more sense that like the uh, werewolves coming from the outside come trying to get in. Yeah, and it's like one of those movies where you know you get bit, you turn. So one of the pastors actually turns into one. Well, it only makes things worse. Maybe sometime next season we'll have to be like, all right, we're gonna just review some movies that have been on our top ten. Yeah, that'd be a good idea. That'd be a lot of fun. And then number four, I'm gonna go with Tremors. Yeah, that's the only one that I knew was going to be on your list. Yeah. That definitely would have had to have been on mine. Graboids would have definitely been in my top three. Yeah, I mean, holy fuck, is Melvin annoying. Like, when oh, yeah, you did well, your Melvin... list, I was like, I forgot how annoying that kid was when you were doing your list, and I was watching her. Oh my god. Yeah, he's, uh... He... I've never wanted someone to get eaten by something so bad in my life. But the one thing that
that doesn't suck is definitely the graboids themselves. No, uh, that, those are awesome. I mean, Kevin Bacon in this movie was great too. I forgot how good his performance was. They're under the damn ground. Ground, yeah. <laughs> Shame that he didn't return for any of the subsequent films. Yeah, but uh, but I'm glad that they did. As they continued it, they did make Burt Gunner the like main character of the series, which that is my guy right there. Did they? Uh, I don't think I've watched. I can't remember if I've seen the sequels or not. Oh my god, you need to watch the sequels. They're a lot I of think, fun. I think I've seen two. I'm pretty sure but Earl's in it, right? Who? Earl. Earl. Yeah, Earl yeah, is in the second one. Yeah. Uh, Bert is in all of them. Uh, okay. And then it just becomes like after the second one, then I think the studio is like, all right, Bert Gunner is by far the most interesting character. Yeah. Uh, he's taken over the series from now on. And I don't know how many sequels there were. I know I've seen at least Tremors 3 and 4. And I think that they actually had like a not actually not too long ago. I think they did like a final one. Okay. Yeah. Like, like years later, they finally had Bert like come back and prize his role for like one final one. But yeah, that that's definitely one of my, that's just a fun series to watch. Yeah. Like I forgot Rainbow McIntyre was in it too. It's one yeah. of those where um, I know it's listed as horror, but I just find it fun. Yeah. It, it's definitely like. Kind of like the you, mummy in terms of like, I know that could. You're not going to get scared, but you're going to enjoy watching it. Yeah. It, you could argue that it's a horror movie, but it, I'm like, yeah, but you know, you just, if you just listen to the people talking, it's entertaining enough to hold your attention. Yeah. Basically it's only horror because it's dealing with monsters, but. I mean, the kills are, I mean, the idea of it is pretty, like, you're out in the middle of nowhere and this yeah. giant worm thing, you know. Out in Perfection Valley. Yeah. Population of 14. Horror movie, I don't know what's worse. You either get, you either die or you live getting annoyed by freaking what's-his-face kid. Yeah, by Melvin. By Melvin. He should have gotten eaten. He comes in in one of the sequels. Oh, God. And he's just he's, as annoying. So he doesn't mature? <laughs> no. Number three is another fun movie, but I know you'll probably never watch it. Spiders? Yep. Eight-Legged Freaks starring David Arquette. Yeah, again, you, you know, keep that one. Yeah, you don't like spiders now. Just imagine them being ginormous. Now, I hear, is this supposed to be, like, a ridiculous, like, more, like, poking fun at movie? Is it a parody of sorts? I wouldn't say it's a parody. It's kind of like a horror comedy, almost like a... I'd put it in, like, same category as, like, maybe Idle Hand. Okay, so it's... Yeah. It, it's very tongue-in-cheek. Yeah, very tongue-in-cheek. Decent uh, kills, and the spiders look really good in this movie for when it was made, I think, and... I'll take your word 2000 for it. or 2001. Of course, there's an annoying little kid who happens to know everything about spiders. But if you're looking for just a fun movie, kick back, relax, watch. Eight-Legged Freaks is probably your movie. I mean, it has David Arquette in it, so it should be a sell right there. I'm not saying much in this just because pretty yeah. much anything that I said, the arachnophobia thing, I could pretty much just copy and paste and say on here. It's not going to watch it. Yeah. So, yeah. I get that, yeah. So, you know, good for you. Enjoy your spiders. Yeah. I'll be over here just in my bunk freaking out about the possibility of the webbed, <laughs> webbed flying spiders that are apparently yeah. making its way up the east coast but maybe they'll just stay in Florida that's where all the like crazy animals in our country seem to like to be so. it used to just be uh, Australia stereotypically yeah. uh, Australia problem yeah I mean they have an entire spider season number two down to the wire it was really hard to pick between one and two mm-hmm. both are classics I love both of these movies so much but with number two I went with Jurassic Park very good Good, very solid choice. I mean, you can't beat a movie with dinosaurs in it and Jeff Goldblum. Apparently you can, because this is number two. I mean, yeah. Now, that came out in 1996? 
Is it six? I thought it I was mean, earlier. I, yeah, I think it's either like 94 or 96, I think. <clears throat> Internet at my fingertips. Oh, I was way off. 1993. That's what I was thinking. When it said six, I was like, I thought it was earlier. I could have sworn it was 93. See, I thought I saw this one in theaters, but I'm thinking I saw a second one in theaters. That one is like, when I think of a classic 90s movie, Jurassic Park is definitely one of the first that comes to mind. That's like classic Spielberg, you know, classic 90s, classic, like you say, creature feature, that that movie. 93, I would have been two years old or three, depending on, yeah. depending on the when month. When it was released, yeah. But, so I wouldn't have seen it until like later on, closer to probably like in the 2000s, probably when I saw it, when I would have been like more like 11 or 12. Yeah. I wish that I could have been in the theaters on like opening day. I imagine that was probably such a cool experience. Yeah, because you got to think 1993, the visuals in this movie were amazing. Blending both CGI and practical effects. Yeah, and it, it's just, you know, mwah. Just. Yeah, an incredible job by everybody in this movie. I mean, I really want to go watch Jurassic Park now. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, that's why, I mean, I haven't seen the last one. I haven't um, seen any of them with Chris Pratt in them. I saw the first one with Chris Pratt. I know what happens in the second one. I don't know. Nothing against Chris Pratt in the movie yeah. or any of the actual actors in the movie. It's just, I, it, it's, it's one of those things that you're not going to necessarily be able to recapture from the first one. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I want to see this newest one coming out because, you know, it has I mean, the original cast coming back. Everything from, you know, the actors. Actors. Again, I believe that the uh, in the Chris Hates Kids episode, I, I brought the kids up, but I think I yeah. ended up giving them the ranking of they're annoying, but I understand. Yeah. I still maintain that not every Jurassic Park movie needs to have kids in it yeah. um, because all of them had it. One through three of the original had it. The one yeah. with Chris Pratt had it. And so did the one after that. I'm like, you know, I, I just think that the series could be so much more if it didn't have like, oh, the kids also in danger. You know what I mean? See, I'm yeah, I trying to think maybe they're trying like balance the movie out for like kids and adults no uh, yeah but like the first one you have people dying in pretty gruesome ways yeah so i wouldn't i would argue that it's not made for kids um it's made for teens and over i mean yeah maybe made for teens over but probably targeted towards kids because who's going through like giant dinosaur phases usually kids uh, between five and like nine i'm telling you the the jurassic park wasn't made for i mean obviously like you know toys were made but yeah. gear like you know you had a guy you know getting torn to shreds by giant t-rex oh, i know it, yeah it's pretty gruesome but i'm definitely saying it i think well, yeah. we'll talk about that i i want to actually save that as a talking point for another thing in terms of like uh yeah kid uh, kids movies and and uh pg ratings and pg-13 yeah. ratings. i'm gonna i'm gonna put a pin in that and then uh we'll have that as a talking point for another episode yeah but that's All a right. good pick for number two and now uh, you could probably guess what number one's gonna be scream no. just be <laughs> i I know, just because Scream is your favorite movie and yeah, somehow it would make it on your list. Ghostface is definitely a creature. What are you talking about? No, number one. If, is it the thing? No, it is Jaws. Oh, when you said that, I I would guess. I was like, oh, obviously the thing because that's like the creature. Okay, yeah, Jaws, fine. Yeah, nothing against I, Jaws. I love Jaws. Yeah, no, like the thing didn't even pop into my mind. It's like creature feature. I get it. It definitely is a creature feature. It doesn't really play like that. It's more about, you know. That's fine. Yeah. Again, not taking anything away from Jaws, just 
just as good. Yeah, I'm coming around to the thing. I don't hate it as much as I used to. I like it. Now, so are you just... are are you really liking the thing more, or is it because I've hounded you about it and other people have hounded you about it? No, I feel like I'm coming around to it. Because I'm like, like you know like... what? If 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 you're just doing it, because I would respect you more if you just kept saying, nope, the thing is a piece of garbage. <laughs> if I no, I think now that I've been more like analytical towards movies and focusing more on like subtext, I enjoy the thing more than I used to. I think like the first time when I saw it, I was like, oh, I don't like this. I was just like, it was like the mystery. Yeah, and I really didn't get it that much. So, but yeah, I'm definitely coming around to it now. But Jaws. Back to Jaws. When That's you say those, creature uh, feature, this is like the first movie I think of. It's, uh, it's one of those movies where, you know, it's even interesting, even when the shark isn't on screen. Yeah, Every, it, the whole conversation. Yeah. The, the whole conversations that they have just on the boat while they're out looking for him. It's really yeah. fun. Like they're all drinking and talking while they're looking out for looking a shark. for the shark. Yeah. That's really entertaining. That's uh, it was a good thing that they had interesting characters to go along with, you know, the actual shark movie. Yeah, I mean, that's I feel like that's a big problem with a lot of shark movies nowadays is they're not getting the characters right. What they do. That's in the thing that well, that's tough because a lot that's what a lot of horror movies just in general do is that yeah. they're like, all right, this is a horror movie. People are only coming to see people get eaten or get killed and slash away. And now sometimes that works, but there's also treading a line where it's like, all right, well, we don't want the characters on screen to be annoying to watch because it's not all going to be killing. So yeah. we either they have to be like over the top and like tongue in cheek over the top, like, you know, you're not supposed to take them seriously. Yeah. But at the same time, if you write them to the point where people are like, geez, you know what? Like, I know I know that they're intentionally supposed to be this way, but man, these characters are annoying. I'd like you can write a character annoying, but it's like you don't want them like insufferable to have to sit through and watch. Yeah. And yeah, like you said, it's probably a lot of horror, but kind, kind of good. A good example. The um, characters in Tucker and Dale versus evil. Yeah, those those teenagers were written specifically stereotypical. Like, exactly. Uh, you know. You're supposed to like just the way they talk. You're not to, you're obviously supposed to sit there and be like, OK, the reason why their dialogue is so ridiculous sounding is because that's how the dialogue is in all of these kind of cheesy cabin in the wood, you know, kill cabin kill. in the woods do the same thing with their characters. Yes. Uh, like they have a stereotype for each one. Yeah. I think that, you know, whenever I talk about Ducker and Dale versus evil, you kind of have to also mention cabin in the woods because they're kind of the same in terms of the way they poke fun at things. Yeah. But yeah, the characters are written that way intentionally. Yeah. But, you know, Jaws is, um, you know, you have the characters who are in danger, but you actually like characters. Yeah, it, you know, like they depend more on the story than they do on the kills in this movie, which I think makes it enjoyable. Like the Meg, I think is not a good movie. I don't think there was a character in that movie I really liked. Is it, is it even good in terms of just like a turn your brain off and uh, and just watch this ridiculous, <laughs> huge, gigantic shark movie? No, no. Like it's it's probably the worst thing I could say about a movie. It's forgettable. There's- it's Jason, Stath- it's Jason Statham fighting a shark. How could it go wrong? Yeah, there's nothing about that movie that you really that really stands out and you remember. Yeah, yeah. So the so Meg is a movie I would not recommend anyone to watch. But Jaws, Jaws is a movie I think everyone should watch. I think that's a that's a, way, a good way of saying how good Jaws is. Is that it's like don't watch this movie and don't watch this movie and Jaws just spawns like a whole like plethora yeah. of discussions of what to do and what not to do in movies. Exactly. Don't watch the Meg. 
like made in 2016. It's awful. Watch Jaws. That was made in the 70s. And still, you know. And made an entire generation scared to go to the beach. Yeah, I mean, I love these movies, but I kind of hate what they do for sharks. Mm -hmm. I mean, people get more afraid of them when they start killing sharks. I think some sharks are now in danger. But we're here to talk about, you know, endangered sharks. We're here to talk about movies. And this is just one of those movies that will always take me back to my childhood days. That's when I first saw it. Pretty, you know, a good way to end a solid list, you know, both Spielberg movies. Yeah, put the classics at the top of the list right there. I'd say pretty good list. When I say creatures, well, other than the Graboids, most of these were, other than that in The Descent, they were pretty much like animals that were rabid or either rabid yeah. or huge. No, actually, it was, actually, it was pretty balanced because you had werewolves, you had yeah. Descent, you had uh, uh, Graboids, and then you had yeah. like ants and sharks yeah. and stuff. So yeah, pretty, pretty balanced from pretty fiction yeah. and actual things. So, all right. Yeah. As I was, as I was sitting there about to say, you know, you kind of did this and I was like, I know you, I was like, Chris, yeah. shut up. You're, you're, he actually had a pretty good list. So I'm, I'm going to shut up about what I was about to say. Yeah. I'm surprised. did the list. I was like surprised I didn't have any vampire movies on there. When I think creatures, I would, I would think werewolves before vampires. Yeah. But you know, werewolves and vampires for the most part kind of go hand in hand. So I believe I said for our next upcoming top 10, we're going to swap it out a little bit. Yeah. I'm always doing the hating on this show. Yeah. Uh, saying how much I hate certain things and you usually do your top 10. So now you're going to be doing a hashtag Dave hates. All right. And as I was thinking, uh, I came up with one. I was like, all right. So Dave, you are going to have, it's going to be hashtag Dave hates good movies. Good movies. So you have to tell me, you have to, you're going to have to do some homework. You have to tell me your top 10 horror movies that you hate that are certified fresh on Rotten Tomatoes. That's going to be tough. So certified fresh, I'd say that would have to be uh, 60 or above uh, on the old tomato meter. So the public likes them or the critics like them and everything, but you can't bring yourself to like them. Yeah. So that is going to be hashtag Dave hates good movies. Plus, I was also thinking more of a title, trying to think like, all right, what am I going to have Dave hates? And then I was like, all right, how about Dave hates good movies? It would be a good little uh, a good little uh, thing for people to be like, oh, why does Dave hate good movies? Let's let's see this. That will be coming up soon. All right, everybody. We appreciate you guys listening. Have a good week. Take it easy, everyone. Hey, everybody. Thanks for listening to Body Bag Podcast. Be sure to like and subscribe and leave us a comment as to what you'd like to hear us review or any horror movie topics you'd like to hear us rant and rave about. And while you're at it, you can find us on Twitter at Body Bag Pod and on Instagram at Body Bag Podcast. Thanks, and we'll see you next time.